the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Have you ever wondered why after doing your very best as a parent, your kids often choose to go down the wrong path? (laughs) Well, don't be discouraged. God was the perfect parent and had the same problem with his children, Adam and Eve. Listening today as Pastor Rander explains this phenomena in this message, The Temptation and Fall of Man. He'll be teaching from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. That's pregnant with truth. And uh, we just want to take our time and uh, exposit the word of the living God. Isn't it a blessing to have a Bible? Praise. Wait, wait. Isn't it a blessing to have a Bible? Praise God. There's so many nations and languages wish they could have the word of God. And we pray that they too would have it in their language so that they can receive eternal life and be built up in the precious word of God. The word of God reads Genesis chapter three, verses one through nine. Now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, has God indeed said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat the fruit of the trees of the garden, but the fruit of the trees which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes and the tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. Verse eight. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? And from this passage, we want to preach the message, the temptation and the fall of man, the temptation and the fall of man. As you can see in that particular text, Adam and Eve verses leading prior to this passage that I've just read, they had they had a great fellowship with God. They had communion with God. They had peace with God. They talked with God. They laughed with God. They enjoyed their relationship with God. They were created by God. They loved God and God loved his children. And uh, in the garden, they had uh, access to all the trees 
of the garden, fruit trees. Can you imagine all those beautiful fruit trees? Have you ever been into a fruit and it didn't taste good, but it looked good and you couldn't get your money back, you know? But, but can you imagine a garden where, where the plums are just delicious and savory? The peach tree, the pear tree, and the apple tree, and all the trees of the garden. You know, I imagine the walnut tree and the pecan tree and just trees, 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 lush trees, nothing dead, no pesticide. Uh, didn't have to pay for it. God put it there for sheer enjoyment to the glory of Almighty God. But he gave Adam and Eve one stipulation. Don't eat of the tree in the middle of the garden If you eat it, you shall surely, what, die. And then here comes Satan moving in. And uh, he sowed seeds seeds of doubt in Eve's mind. And, uh, And he said, has God indeed said in the text? And uh, Eve knew what God had said because she was able to quote uh, what God had said. And he said, you shall not surely die. You know, he's a liar. But you know what Eve did? She believed the voice of Satan over the voice of God. And that's always dangerous when you listen to people, listen to Satan, listen to the voices of this world over against the voice of God. Listen, when you put man's words, Satan's word, the, the words of media, the words of people Above the word of God, you are destined for a fall, just like Adam and Eve. How did Adam and Eve fall? They were tempted in the garden and they uh, yielded to temptation and fell into sin. Well, uh, how many? But but we must we must not be too upset with um, Adam and Eve. Well, why did they have to do that? We wouldn't have all we wouldn't have had all this trouble. There wouldn't be biting mosquitoes and the West Nile virus. We wouldn't have biting dogs and folks stealing out our houses. And we wouldn't we wouldn't have a cold and clement weather. We wouldn't have a why did Adam and Eve have to do that? They should have just obeyed God. Now, don't you get sassy with them. Because if you were there, I suspect you would have done the same thing. Do I have a witness in here? So get off of Adam and Eve's case. If we had been there, I strongly suspect we would have done the same thing too. They were tempted. How many of you have been tempted? Uh, tempted. And how many of you have been tempted and you yielded to, to, yielded to temptation? All of us have. All of us have. Tempted to lie. Tempted to be prideful. Tempted to, tempted to rebel against your parents. Huh? Tempted to, to say you're sick when you're not sick and stay home. You know? You know, all have sinned and all have come short of the glory of God. So leave Adam and Eve alone. Why do we yield to temptation? Why? Why do we yield to temptation? Number one. Because of pride and self-deception. You, you, you say to yourself, I, I, I can handle it. And listen, that's a lie straight from the pits of hell because John 15, 5 says, for without me, you can do nothing. You can't, listen, you can't handle that devil without Christ. You can't deal with temptation 
and, and, and successfully resist temptation apart from the, the power of Christ and the, and the Holy Ghost empowerment. Number two, why do we get temptation? Because we shift our focus from the word of God and allow our minds and our lives to be distracted by noise, technology, and business and busyness. Say noise, technology, and busyness. And that's why you many yield to temptation. Uh, You're too noisy. You're so noisy. You like noise. You make noise. You talk too much. You enjoy hearing yourself talking when you need to be quiet and let God talk to you. You got stuff hanging all off of you with technology. So much jingling and dangling and going on. Busy. Some of y'all are always in a go mode. You go, 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 go. Busy, busy, busy. Your mind is so busy until you can't hear the voice of God. Therefore, you yield to temptation. Number three, why do we yield to temptation? By having a mindset that the end justifies the means. By having the mindset that the end justifies the means. This is when one chooses a way of achieving a goal no matter how they go about doing it. This is when one chooses a way of achieving your personal goal or whatever you want to do, no matter how you go about doing it. The end justifies the mean. Why do we yield to temptation? Number four, when we fail to allow the Holy Spirit to control our fleshly appetites, when we fail to allow the Holy Spirit to control our fleshly appetites, We succumb to our fleshly desires and yield to temptation. Listen, when the Holy Ghost is not in control of your mind and not in control of your life, when you're not walking under the control of the Holy Ghost, when he's not Lord of your life, you're subject to do anything. You see, and you will you're destined to yield to temptation when the spirit of God is not in control of your life. When you are in control of your life, when your fleshly appetites and your humanness is in control of your life, you will yield to temptation. Why do we yield to temptation? Number five, by allowing your eyes to see and your ears to hear things that are contrary to the word and will of God. When you allow things to to come before your eyes and you listen to things in your hearing that is not of God such as putting pornography before your eyes, a bad movie channels before your eyes, looking at, certain, looking at rated movies that break the heart of God, listening to cursing and, and degrading things in the music area, that causes one to yield to temptation. Why do we yield to temptation? Number six, by having ungodly influences in your life through the company you keep. The keeping of bad company can cause one to yield to temptation. I said last week, be careful who you hang around with and who you let into your life. Some people are no good people and they'll bring about your demise. Uh, First Corinthians uh, chapter 15, verse 33 says, don't be fooled by those who say such thing for bad company corrupts good character. You could be no better than the company you keep. Young folk, watch your company. Watch your peers. Grown folk need to watch your company and watch your peers. There are even some pastors and preachers I won't be caught hanging around. Every Christian needs to know that Satan's primary objective is to destroy the kingdom of God. He uses lies, misdirection, and temptation to accomplish his goal today and has done so since the dawn of time. 
Join us today as Pastor Rander continues to teach regarding this issue in this message, The Temptation and Fall of Man. He'll be speaking from a number of scriptures, so get pen and paper ready as we begin. That's right. There's some, there's some bad apples in, in every profession, in every calling, in, in every arena. Bad nurses, there's some bad teachers, bad architects, there's some bad lawyers, there, and there's some good ones as well. There's some bad pastors and there's some good ones as well. You can't throw the baby out with the bad baby out with the bath water. You see, so you got to be careful about it. You have to screen in the power of the Holy Ghost because bad folk, you hang around bad folk, I don't care how long you've known them. I don't care. They can be your sorrow, your, your frat brother, your, your homeboy, your homegirl. Excuse the English. If they ain't no good, get them out your life. No, uh, number seven, why do we yield to temptation? Uh, if, if everyone else is sinning, so you think, then I can do it and get away with it. And so many folk are sinning. I mean, just, this is a loose society. Folk are doing whatever they want to do in their own eyes. Don't cook your less. And then go to bed and don't even worry about it. That means they are lost and they're on their way to hell. If everyone else is sinning, then I can do it. Listen, if you're a child of God and you know, how many of you are a child of God and you know that you know, you know, that you know, you know, and that all the demons in hell can't make you doubt the fact that you know God for yourself. Do I have a witness in the house? Now, your friends may get by, but they're not getting by. But you try to do it as a child of God and God will chasten, which means he will whoop your socks off. He will take you to that divine woodshed and spank you so good, he'll spank you into righteousness. He'll spank you into righteousness. You know better. You've been taught better. You've been walking with the Lord. He said, I'm not going to let, they lost. They're doing what's what's normal to them. But you saved. You my child. And I chasten those I love. God loves you and he's going to whip you because he loves you. Why do we yield to temptation? Why do we yield to temptation? Because it feels good. If sin didn't feel good, you wouldn't do it. If you had an ouch, and you got stung and slapped every time, you wouldn't be sinning because you didn't want to get slapped again. But boy, if it feels good and it's fuzzy dubby to your flesh, and you get a little oozy coozy feeling. Then you want some more oozy coozy. And you sin all over the place. Because sin feel good. You want chocolate cake because chocolate cake what? You want coffee because coffee tastes good. You like that kick. Be it no- number nine. Listen. <laughs> We're more inclined to yield to temptation When we linger too long in the place of temptation, we're more inclined to yield to temptation when we linger too long in the place of temptation. That's what Eve did. She she let Satan uh, talk to her too long and she spent too much time talking to the wrong person. She should have been talking to her husband and even more. She should have been talking to God. But there she is talking to whom? Satan. And she's talking too long. Beloved, you are destined to fall into temptation when you spend too much time allowing that devil to talk to you. 
When you entertain Satan, you allow yourselves to be open to his satanic strategies. Sometimes even in prayer, we spend too much time dialoguing and talking to Satan. Many saints stop talking to God and start talking to Satan in the name of prayer. You, you get on your knees, you begin to talk to God, and all of a sudden, you shift from God. I bind you, Satan. Leave me alone, Satan. You've been messing with me too long, Satan. Satan, Satan, Satan. You're talking more about Satan than God. I thought you were talking to Jesus. Get Satan out of your prayer and start talking to the Lord and leave Satan out of the prayer. Amen? Don't spend too much time talking to the devil, even in prayer, binding and losing. You need to talk to the God who can keep you in spite of what Satan do. Talk to the Lord. Then yielding to temptation can be seen in this. Number 10, Satan so shrewdly disguises temptation that you don't realize that you are being tempted or even consider the consequences. I reiterate, Satan so shrewdly, he disguises temptation that you don't even realize that you're being tempted or even consider the consequences. Satan, listen y'all, listen to me really good. Satan is a smooth devil. He's a smooth liar. He's a smooth deceiver. He, 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 that's, that's right. He's so smooth until he can dupe you when you don't know you've been duped. For example, subtle seduction in personal relationships. Men and women say oftentimes say to each other, I love you. But when you get married, you don't see any kind of love. You're the only one for me in dating. But they got other folk they dating on the side that you don't know about. And even in marriage, they got five Cuckabines. I will never hurt you. And many of you have been hurt by the same person that say they will never hurt you. If you love me, you'll do it. And you do it to your own demise. You, let me tell you something. Then other forms of temptation. Temptation to leave your job for what appears to be a better opportunity with more money to the detriment of your family. Do you not know, my friends, more money is more responsibility. More money is off time, more time away from your family. More, more money means uh, t- traveling out of town more and your children become latchkey kids and don't have a daddy or a mama in the house because you're going to make another dollar to, to, to pay for the couch that you don't even sit on. You see, uh, uh, the, the devil tricks you and get rich quick schemes and gambling and all these things in, in, a, in an attempt to get out of debt quickly. You succumb to scams. You succumb. You succumb to marketing schemes with too good to be true offers. You, you, he, he even tempts us to live above our means. And you know, you can't afford to live in that house. But it looks good. I don't care how good it looks. Listen, I'd rather sleep in a house that I can afford and go to sleep at night than have more than I can handle and I'm worried about making the payment. It's not about how big the house is and where it is. The, the issue is can you afford it and can you live comfortably in it without worrying about it and, and not take from God to pay the note. The temptation to spend money that you don't have resulting in being so broke you can't even give to the Lord. And some of you can't give to the Lord because you dealers have it all. The, the, the restaurants have it all. The, 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 the cars have it all. You, the, the, huh? 
uh, everybody else getting it. The golf court habit. The boats out there you're fishing on habit. Huh? Everybody else gets on but God. You're so broke you can't pay your bills. You're going to pass grace. And you, you know, thank you, Holy Ghost. When you contractually sign on that line saying you're going to pay, and then you don't pay, and you still got that item in your house, you've stolen it. You've stolen it. Yes, you have. You've stolen it. If it's in your house and you're not paying on it, and they call in your house and you're not answering that phone, it's because you're a thief. The Bible says, oh, no man, anything. Call them, make arrangements, have some integrity, and God will bless you for your faithfulness and integrity. They love it when people want to make arrangements because so few make arrangements. Matter of fact, you surprise them, say, I'm, I'm running behind. I need to make some adjustments. Can, you, can we negotiate something? They will work with you. They don't want that stuff back. So y'all listening to me. They don't want it. They don't want that house back. They believe you, but they don't want that car coming out. They don't want that car back. They'll negotiate any kind of way to keep you in that car. They don't want it back. They want new stock. Have enough integrity to negotiate and say, listen, I'm going to come clean with you, but I need you to work with me. And together we can get this resolved. Humble yourself. Humble yourself. Uh, here's another lie. If you take protective measures, you won't get pregnant. You use the pill or if you use the, the condom, you won't get pregnant. Let me say something. Folk get pregnant on pills. That's right. Folk get pregnant using condoms. And schools are passing them out now. And some of you are passing them out to your children because you figure, well, since you're going here, this is in case you do it. No, you're telling them to go and have premarital sex and you're accomplice to the sin. Girl, I know you, now you get around your friends, you're not going to hold yourself. Honey, here's some pills. Now, don't do that. You know what, what Reverend Draper said according to the Bible, but, you know, I, I bet, yeah. <laughs> you go on and take this, baby. And then sometimes you encourage an abortion. To hide the sin. So you committed premarital sex, sex outside of marriage, that's one sin. Then you kill a baby, that's another sin. And all you're doing is compounding your sin problem. Instead of coming clean before God and say, God, I have sinned. Tell God exactly what you did. I had premarital sex or I, I committed abortion. Whatever you have done, you tell God, God, I ask you, ask you for your mercy, your grace. And I ask you to forgive me. I committed this sin against you and you alone and against that child that was in my womb. And father, if that was done to me. I wouldn't even be here today. Oh, my mama's here today. Mama, I thank God you didn't abort me because you would have been aborting a gospel preacher. Uh, uh, you hear the lie from the devil. Let's do it. I'm not going to tell anyone. And it's all on the social media. All on the social media. Hitting cameras, putting your business in the streets. Y'all can be careful where you, what you're going, what you do now. You know, you got these sneaky peeky cameras. They everywhere. Listen, you being filmed when you don't know you being filmed. 
And all of a sudden, you all over the world. That's why so many folk commit suicide. They've been found out. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 try this. You won't get hooked. You won't get hooked on these drugs, uh, the marijuana. Uh, try this. You won't get hooked. Many gays say, I was born this way. Life from the pits of hell. Another uh, saying from, from the devil to people that you believe, if it feels good, it must be okay. You see, my friends, let me tell you this. Y'all listening to me carefully. Eve did not realize who she was talking to because Satan had disguised himself to be a beautiful creature in the form of a snake. She, Eve, was talking to the most cunning, crafty, subtle, corrupt, evil, manipulator one could ever encounter. The scripture says in Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. Let me tell you something. And some of you, your life is still in, uh, still in recovery. Because you let some man or some woman or some co-worker into your life. Uh, they got too close to you. Perhaps it was at a party where you met them. Uh, listen, it is. Let me just get even fr more frank with you. Perhaps you met the person even in church. Do you not know you can meet the devil in church? Do you not know that everybody in church ain't saved? Now, the, the church is a good place to hook up. But you still better use some spiritual discernment with, who you, with whom you tie into because the devil comes to church too. As a matter of fact, his attendance is better than yours. He's here when you're not here. He's here when you decide to sleep on, on that pillar because you were who knows where on Saturday night. And then when you tied into that rascal or that girl or what that job or that person from the church or that person uh, at the, from the school or the college or wherever you are and when all has been said and done you tied into a devil who was crafty and subtle that person was corrupt they were manipulating you and that was the worst person you could have ever encountered in your life and, and then when they did that worst damage on you they fled the scene and left you with damaged goods the Bible tells us that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Pastor Rander reminds us that God hates sin and what his word tells us about sin. And because of his goodness, grace, and mercy, God forgives us when we sincerely repent and confess our sins. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church located in Converse, Texas. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.